to Deuteronomy chapter 2. Bless the Lord. Deuteronomy chapter 2, verse 1 says, Then we turned and took our journey into the wilderness by the way of the Red Sea, and the Lord spake unto me, and we compassed the Mount Seir many days. Notice that we compassed the Mount Seir many days. And the Lord spake unto me, saying, Ye have compassed this mountain long enough. Turn you northward. My brothers and sisters, here's the thing we need to look at. This was not Mount Moriah, was not Mount Sinai. It was Mount Seir. Mount Seir is the mount of the enemy. Mount Seir is the mount of Esau. Esau, Edom, Seir, S-E-I-R, are the same peoples. They're the ones who threw away the birthright. Now here's the word for you. If you're encamping around the devil's mountain looking for hope, you're looking in the wrong place. If you're encamping and marching around the mountain day after day, expecting a change and doing nothing about it and not moving away from the mountain, you're going to die in the place you're sitting in. Can you get that this morning? This is the word of the Lord for you this morning. If you keep going around Mount Seir, you're never going to reach the promise that God has for you. If you keep walking around where Seir speaks of death, if you keep walking around where Seir speaks of the casting away of the birthright, if you keep walking around, in fact, Seir and Edom Esau was Edom Esau was hurry all over like a garment. That's where we get the idea of the devil being hurry legged. Hurry legged. That half man, half goat, that was their emblems and their symbols. That's bopplement. The, 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 the satanic symbol. And if you keep walking around where Seir is, whether it's in the world and walking around their mountain, or whether it's trusting in the things that are not of God and walking around that mountain, or whether you stay in your religious mountain hoping for salvation outside of Christ, or whatever your mountain is, whether it's a mountain in your mind, a mountain in your heart, a mountain of bitterness, you keep marching around the mountain of the devil, you're going to be killed. You're going to be taken away. You're going to go astray. You're never going to reach the promised land. You're never going to move into favor. If you move away from there and move into the blessing of the Lord, the calling of the Lord, if you move into what God has planned for you and purpose for you, the Lord will lead you. He will guide you. He says, I will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which thou shalt go. He says, I will guide thee with mine eye. And if you move away, make a conscious decision right now in your life, in your heart, for your family, in your home, that I'm going to move on in God. I don't care what others say about me. I don't care what others think about me. I don't care what I've been told. I don't care what I've been taught. I don't care what's come against me. I don't care what's trying to hold me back. I don't care how low I've fallen. I don't care about it all. I'm trusting in him and I'm going to move forward in God. Then you're starting to move away from Mount Seir. Are you ready to move away from Mount Seir this morning in your life? We're tired of struggling in the faith. We're tired of feeling that others are moving on and we're not. We're tired that we're seeing things happening, but we're not, we're, we're not having enough of it. Listen, stop looking at Seir and move on to where God has for you the promised land. So he says, you have encompassed this mountain long enough. Donna Cloney Elam has been moving forward in the spirit, even spoke it this morning, and praise God for it. But he's calling us further. 
He's calling us deeper. He's telling us not just to stand up, but to step out, to take strides, to swim. He's calling us higher, and he's telling us to come closer. And if we sit, we're sitting in seer. He's saying, don't sit in seer. Get up, he says, and watch what I'll do in your life. Get up and watch out what I'll do from this morning. Well, we need to take God at his word. Because if we take God at his word, God will bring his word to pass. He will perform it. Don't look to the singers. Don't look to the pastor. Don't look to a preacher. Look unto him. And when you start moving forward away from seer, watch the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich for he addeth no sorrow with it. Now notice this. I want you to turn with me to another portion of scripture to, to the book of Joshua, please. Joshua, please. Turn to the book of Joshua. I want you to notice this because here is a decision to be made. Book of Joshua. First, chapter 1, verse 1. Chapter 1, verse 1. Now, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise. Go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I do give them, even to the children of Israel. Now notice, here's the promise, here's the power. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and unto the great sea toward the going down of the sun, or to the east, that means, shall be your coast. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee. In other words, no one will hinder you, because I have blessed you. And that which God has blessed, no man can curse. And that which God has cursed, neither can any man bless. Amen. If you're blessed in Christ, no man can curse you. Don't be afraid of what people will say. Don't be afraid of a curse of someone coming. We were in the tent two years ago, the big tent event, and there was a young witch in it trying to curse me as I was preaching. It kept bouncing back on herself. And she came in here two days later. And she came in two days later, myself and Mark were there at the back with her and her father came. She was painted black and her nails were like spikes. And she came and says, I was trying to curse you when you were preaching, but I kept bouncing back at me. You know why? Because I'm blessed of God because I'm under the blood, because I'm saved and born again of the Spirit. And you are too. You're righteous in Christ, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. You are seated in Christ in heavenly places. No more defeat, brothers and sisters. We're stepping up and we're moving out. We're going over the Jordan. We're going into victory. We're taking hold of the promised land and everywhere your feet will trod. Claim it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In your home, in your family, in your marriage, for your loved ones, in the village, in the town, in the city, around the countryside when you're driving your car we are claiming our nation for the name of Jesus here the Lord says time to stand up time to step out time to go out in strides no more messing let's go on in the name of the Lord for his glory and victory amen brothers and sisters God is here and he's speaking clearly notice what he says though to those of us who say I don't know if I can notice be strong He didn't say, look, you can lie down and die when it gets tough. He says, be strong and of a good courage. For unto this people shalt thou divide an inheritance in the land, which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only 
Be thy strong, notice, and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do all according to the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. Notice saying, take the word of the Lord. Get it inside you. Carry it. He says, carry it like your sword on your hip. Do you know when the angel of the Lord touched Jacob in the hip when he wrestled with him all night? And he knocked the, the sinew of his thigh and he walked with the limp. Do you know why he done that? Because the sword would hang at the thigh. And it spoke of power. It spoke of authority. And he said, now I am telling you, you're no more Jacob but Israel, a prince rooting with God. Here is the sign of your authority. And he hits him in the, in the hip. And I'm sure when he's walking around here, it says, Lord, could you not give me something else as a sign of my authority? And you might say, Lord... I have an authority. What is the sign of my authority? It's in your hand here, brothers and sisters. It's the word of God that says that to you who believe, to them give you the power, the authority to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. You have the authority to carry this into there for God's promise and God's blessing to come to pass in your life. Amen, brothers and sisters. You are a blessed people and God can't, God cannot have anything or anyone stand in your way when he sends you forward. Oh, trials will come and temptations will come and the enemy may try and the winds may blow and the rains may beat as we heard at the wedding on Friday. But I'll tell you, when our house, this place and your life is founded upon the rock Christ Jesus, it says it will stand and you'll stand through it all. Notice this. Joshua is in the doldrums. Do you know why he's in the doldrums? Because Moses has died. His heart is in his boots. He doesn't know what to do. You see, his eyes were fixed on the man of God. But what he didn't realize was that right through his life, God was preparing him to take them further. God was preparing him to bring the people into the promise. Now, Moses represents the law. Joshua, his name is a derivative of, of, of what comes across through into the Greek and into our English, the name Jesus. So Joshua and Jesus, so here we have our Jesus, whom the book of Hebrews says is greater than Joshua, gives us a better rest than Joshua, brings us up higher than Joshua, and brings us into a greater promise than Joshua. Now our Jesus, he stands up, coming from death itself, victorious over it all, and he says to you, and he says to me this morning, he says, I am going to lead you over your Jordan. I'm going to lead you into your promise. I'm going to take you into great blessing and prosperity in his name. So you have to trust this morning. I lean not on my own understanding. My life is in the hands of the maker of heaven. This morning you may say, oh, there's something standing against me. There's a doctor's appointment. There's a hospital appointment. There's an illness in my body. There's something that I can't get rid of. Oh, there's a problem in our family. There's a trouble in our home. Oh, financial burdens are coming upon us. Listen, take the word this morning and run with it and say, I lean not on my own understanding. My life is in the hands of the maker of heaven. Our great captain, our Joshua, says we're going over Jordan. And Jordan speaks of death. When Christ was baptized, baptized in Jordan. He rose up and the Spirit of God came upon him in the form of a dove and he went out in the power of the Holy Ghost. So you and I will go out in the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Even mourning, even hurting, even disappointment, let it all go. It's all the old stuff. Listen, the Lord says you can't put uh, new wine in the old skins, you know, because it 
it starts to stretch and, and the, the gases in it would cause it to split and burst. And you know, don't be an old skin. Don't be an old skin. Because when the Holy Ghost wants to fill you, you'll not allow him because you'll feel like you're going to burst. Don't be an old skin. Say, Lord, I'm new creature in Christ. I'm born again of your spirit. Whether you're nine or 90, I was speaking to a man this week and he came to Annika noon. He came here and he comes here on a Sunday night. He's 89 years of age. And I went to pray for him in the house. He spoke about Pentecost, Pentecost, and how he's loving the signs of the gifts in the house that night. And he spoke of it, and he's speaking and speaking of it. And I says, let me just pray for you before I go. But, and I just got a word out of my mouth in his living room. And the old boy filled the room with, with a course of tongues from on high. And, I, and it just hit me up the face, and I thought, wow, this is fantastic. Let the Lord fill you with his spirit. Don't be an old skin, but be a new one. You don't want to bust and die. You want to go on and live. You want to be changed from the inside to the out. Here the spirit of the Lord is moving. And the Lord says, don't let anything hold you back. Don't let death hold you back. The Lord spoke that to me. Don't let your mourning hold you back. Enough's enough. You've encamped around this mountain long enough. You've walked around it. Listen, don't keep walking around that mountain and doing nothing about it and expecting a change because that's the definition of insanity. It's a definition of insanity. Here is one more for you. Turn to the book of Ezekiel, please. Here's a tough one for us. Here's a tough one for us. Ezekiel, chapter 24, please. These are just dropping into me as I'm standing, praising and worshiping. And I says, oh, Lord, I have my words sitting up at the pulpit. It'll be easier for me just to preach from the notes. It may be easier for me, but it's not what he wants to do. Notice this, Ezekiel 24. Let your eye run down to verse 15. Also the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, behold, I take away from thee the desire of thine eyes with a stroke. Yet neither thou mourn nor weep, neither shall thy tears run down. Can I ask you something, brother, sister? What if the Lord took away something to see if you trust him, but promised you greater blessing? Lord, you can have what you want, take my life, but when it costs us something to have greater anointing, when it costs us something to move into deeper revelation, when we realize, or if we did realize what it was, we would definitely hold it back. Let me read on, and I'll tell you why. And forgive me, ladies, here, this isn't... Uh, by, by the way, this is not anything to do with yourselves sitting here. So don't let fear come into your hearts when we read this, okay? Verse 16. Son of man, behold, I will take from thee the desire of thine eyes with a stroke. Yet neither shalt thou mourn nor weep, neither shall tears run, run down. Forbear to cry, make no mourning for the dead. Bind the tar of thine head upon thee and put, put on thy shoes upon thy feet and cover thy lips and eat not the bread of men. So I spake unto the people in the morning and at the even my wife died. Wow. At the even time the Lord says, I'm going to do something but I want you to trust me. Now ladies, don't be getting upset. And don't be letting fear come. You can't be cursed, but God is blessed. Okay? In this, God was doing something. And he was saying, as much as I love this people, 
This is the house of Israel. He says, as much as I love this people, I want to let you know before you go and prophesy again, before you take my word to them, that you may have the pathos, you may have the feeling of my heart, Ezekiel, that you may have the feeling that I have for them, that you may have the hurt that I'm feeling from them because they're not walking with me, because they're not trusting in me, because they're not keeping my commandments, because they're not walking in my covenant, because they're my wife and they're betraying me with adulterous behavior, bringing in idols. He says, I want them to understand my heart. But before you minister, I want to put it into you. What I'm saying is, as with Joshua, so with Ezekiel, God, he galvanizes the heart. He takes things in our life and they're terrible and they're horrible and they're hard. And he takes the things that the devil is trying to do and he says, watch me do something good. For in all things, God can work together for the good. To them that love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. And whatever it is, brother, whatever it is, sister, God is doing something good in you. What was that course we sang in the last words of it about being finished, Gary? I lean not on my own understanding. I give it all to you, trusting that you will make something beautiful out of me. Ezekiel would come with conviction in his heart. And Ezekiel would come knowing how God feels because of his loss. And God would turn that into the good. God would change that for his glory. And that's what God does in your life. And see whatever's come your way. See whatever hardship has come. I want to let you know, brothers and sisters, and if you can get this into your spirit and get it into your soul, as much and as hurtful and as hard as it is in our lives, whenever you lean it all on his understanding and not on your own, you will find that God is working on your behalf God is doing something in you. God is bringing you along. And I could go around from seat to seat here, from left to right, from back to front, and I could see where all of you have been hurt, all of you have been in mourning, or all of you have been through something terrible or difficult or an illness or loss of loved ones, including myself. And we can look at it and say, Lord, we don't understand it. But he's saying, you don't need to. Trust me, and I will bring you through. And I will bring you out, and I'm working something in you. You might not know it now, but God is not finished with you yet. God is not finished with you yet, brother. God is not finished with you yet, sister. I'm going to bring one more little point to you, and then we're going to come around the Lord's table. We're going to thank him for being so good to us. We're going to keep that word in our hearts. We're going to remember how much he loves us. We're going to remember that that which God has blessed, no man or devil can curse. By the way, that girl that came in, she says, I tried to curse you with a cab bouncing back at me. I seen her looking at me, but I had no idea what she was doing. And her eyes were piercing at me, and I was walking up and down the front, and I was preaching, the anointing destroyeth the yoke, the anointing destroyeth the yoke. And it was destroying the yoke that was over her, for she came in here with her dad, and me and Mark led her to the Lord, and she went home to England with the Bible under her arm. And the devil went out. <laughs> Bye-bye, devil. <laughs> Time you said it in your life. No more Mount Seer. Bye-bye, devil. No more in our church. No more in our assembly. Bye-bye, devil. No more in our lives. Bye-bye, devil. You're out of here. In Jesus' name, you're out of here. For there's power in the name of Jesus.
here, Joshua, the Lord says, Moses is dead, Joshua, get up. Sometimes we have to try our best to give ourselves a shake. Sometimes we feel it's impossible. But if you can take his word and say, Lord, I'll trust your word over my feelings. And I'll praise you in your word over my thoughts. I'm getting up in Jesus' name. I'm moving out in Jesus' name. I'm moving forward in Jesus' name. Because see all along, not only was he fashioning the heart of Ezekiel to know what his heart felt like at the adulterous wife of the house of Israel. He says, Lord, I'm I'm getting up and I'm moving on. Here Joshua stands to his feet. He says, you're going to have to be strong. Do you hear that, brethren? You're going to have to be strong in your home. You're going to have to be strong as a husband. You're going to have to be strong as a father. You're going to have to be strong as a provider. You're going to have to be strong in the Lord. You're going to have to be strong as a priest over your house. You're going to have to be loving, but you're going to have to be strong. You're going to have to be very courageous because there's things that will try and tear you down and tear you apart and do away with you. But you're going to have to be the same at home as you are here in the church house. You're going to have to say to the devil, no in your home. And you're going to have to say, I am standing for the word of God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. What about your loved ones? Have you prayed for them at home? Oh, I'll do in my bedroom. No, if you went over and laid your hands on them, says in the name of Jesus. Our Jody came with her throat swollen out last night like this. She says, Dolly, look at my throat. And I says, come here, love, and put her hands on. I says, the Lord will take us away in Jesus' name. Simple as that. And she's getting up this morning and it's way down this morning. There's nothing too small that he can't do. There's nothing too great for him. There's nothing too trivial for you to bring to the Lord this morning. Well, I just didn't want to bring it to him because I thought it was being silly. He already knows about it. He just wants you to tell him. Joshua, Joshua, you saw what went on in the wilderness, the signs, the wonders, the miracles. I was young, yeah, but I saw them, yeah. Joshua, you saw what I did when I sent is into Canaan land to spy out. You came back with faith in your heart. You came back seeing the promise. You came back with vision of the future and the blessing. Yes, yes, Lord, yes. Well, Joshua, you're the man that I've been fortifying. You're the man that I've been building up. You're the man that I've been dealing with. Lord, I didn't realize it because I just had my eyes all the time on Moses. He says, you're the man. Brother, sister, listen to me. God is fortifying you. God is moving in you. God is changing you. God is saying, you're the man. You're the woman. Now get up. Drop all the dead stuff off. Move away from seer. And start to move into God's blessing. See with vision the promise of God. The great eternal kingdom. And the glories of it. And claim it for yourself. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. There's a man came to the Lord Jesus and he says, the Lord says, follow me. He says, first let me go and and bury my father. And Jesus says, let the dead bury their dead. Jesus wasn't saying, well, your father's died, just forget about him, let him lie there. The man wanted to go and sit with his father for whether it was a day or 10 years until he died, then try and catch up with Jesus. And maybe you're thinking, well, you know what, Lord? 
maybe I'll not do something about it today. I'm just wait for a little while longer. And you're going to stay around Seir. You're going to hang around the valley of the shadow of death. And you're going to say, well, enough is enough. And you're going to give up. Listen, don't give up. Don't give in. Get up. Get moving. Climb up this mountain. Trusting in the provision of the Lord with your hands wide open as we sang. And move into the great provision and blessing that God has for you. And you're going to find that God's going to do great things. He's going to set men free. He's going to change circumstances around. He's going to start healing your sick. He's going to change those things that you can't change. He's going to help you. Nothing will stand against you, none before you, because since God be for us, who then can be against us? In Jesus' name.